did you cry during the inauguration? No, of course not. Did Is it you? inauguration or inauguration? Well, I think everyone says it. it certainly sounds, you sound like a dumb person to say inauguration. Really? Yeah, it's like going out to the hog farm for the inauguration. Inauguration? Not the hog farmers are bad or anything. Dumb. You gotta probably have a lot of emotional intelligence to hog farms. Hog I mean, farm. Farm hogs. Have you ever hogged a farm? So now he's a dumb one. Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say about inauguration. Um, no, but you you cried. Um, no, I'm just wondering because I've been seeing a lot of uh, TikToks about people crying uh. on the um, inauguration, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I almost was there. I was like, this is nice. This is nice. I liked when uh, the Amanda did her poetry presentation. That you said you nice. cried during that. You I told did, me privately I, I that you cried. Cry. It was like a, a, you know, oh, this is emotional. Like, oh, I'm welling. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> okay. I was like, this is special for her. Yeah. It was mainly I was just feeling for her. I'm like, that's big for her. That's cool. Um, I, okay, I'm, I, I'm split because... To cry meant that like you were so upset and you like were really letting the Trump presidency get to you. I feel like, no? Nah? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Um, I don't find Biden inspiring at all. That's what I mean. It's not yeah. about like happiness over Biden. It's just no. the gladness that Trump's gone. It's, I'm this way with any sort of big event. Mm. Like I, I say. You know, someone getting engaged, for example. Right. I don't necessarily see that for my life, but the I just know that this is so big for them. And it's just like this feeling of like, oh, this feels so big for them right now. And I, I'm feeling with them. Wow. And that's how I feel about the inauguration as well. It's like this is a big moment for a lot of people. Not specifically me. Right. You know, of course, I'm going to be a little affected by it because we live in Canada. Yeah. but. Um, I was just like, this is a huge moment for Lady Gaga. You mm, know, this yeah. is going down in history for her, for, of course, Biden and Kamala Harris. Like, that is that is huge for them. And then just the American people who were really affected by it, you know, this this is big for them. So it's kind of like a, oh, my heart's with you right. sort of feeling. Oh, for sure. I f- mm-hmm. Look, I, I completely feel that. The, uh, the, it's, the American politics just take up so much room in our head and, and have, especially for the last five years now, in a really negative way. That that's, that's all I'm kind of saying is that like for me I was very it was devastating living through the last five years of having to deal with all the craziness going on Mm -hmm. but I tried really really hard that as much as I was paying attention to it watching it feeling about it having thoughts about it and all that I really tried to not let it affect my emotional well-being but at the same time I also really really would like to acknowledge that that only speaks to my privilege exactly right that like to be compassionate is to really understand the effect that it absolutely had real world effects on millions of people negatively and so definitely my heart is happy for them Yeah, well that, said. you know, that uh, it, that's over now. But uh, and hopefully it's not out for good, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It was a, a, a lovely inauguration. I, you it's know, what? I, I, uh, I think my my girl was in the other room and she was having a real emotion about it. Oh, yeah. And classic. I was just texting with my a couple of buddies and making jokes the whole time. So she's <laughs> like, you know, oh, this is so powerful. And I'm over like, ha ha. Joke, <laughs> idiot. idiot. It was like classic t- dumb dude yeah. thing. And then I forgot it was one of my buddy's birthdays, actually. So it's like a classic, horrible man behavior. <laughs> let's talk about your car because you had a big week this week. Okay. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. My truck, my beloved truck, completely is dead. Uh, Not completely. I'm still 
limping around in it, but the engine is totally shot. And if you need a new engine, you need a new car. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The what bur- is it, 4800 bucks or something to replace? And if I got top dollar for my truck, I would get... $4,900. Like, maybe. maybe yeah. Like, it's devastating. I mean, I love your truck. I love my truck so much. It's a little like Mazda um, B3000, a little beat around truck. It's so, my dream was to have it forever. Yeah. Buy a Tesla and commute in that, but then have the truck to eh, move to Christmas tree and shit. Yeah. You know? I love having that truck. So it's dead. Do you want to talk about how it happened? Well, do you? you can tell it. Paul forgot to get an oil change. Let this be a lesson to everyone. <laughs> How long was it? It was like maybe two and a half years. It's a long time it, to not have an oil change. This is the most expensive lesson I could possibly learn. Because, again, I would have maybe got $5,000 for this truck. I'm now very lucky to get $500 on trade-in. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize the consequences of not changing your oil. I've gone fa- I've gone like a year without changing it before. Sure. yeah. And that, yeah, that was, they were like, what have you done? To be very fair to me, we don't know 100% that it's just about the oil change. Yeah. But look, I'll take complete, like, I feel so stupid. I don't know how this happened. Don't feel stupid. It's something you just forget about. I can't even blame, like, uh, 2020 happened and I got distracted. For, For some weird reason in, like, 2018, I, like stopped going to the dentist like mm. all this taking care of your life stuff mm-hmm. just went out the window for me i don't know what was going on it seemed I, I don't know my head was somewhere else anyways i didn't get my oil changed for two years and yeah uh, that mixed with who knows what else and it was like a really quite an, a young engine yeah well, i had a hundred thousand kilometers on it it was a 12 year old truck like i you know kept the miles off this thing dead like <sighs> totally i'm so bummed out and yeah i'm sorry to push the wound and then talk about that but i was i also thought it was interesting because i've pushed that as well and i think a lot of people ha- do they just don't think about getting your oil change especially yeah. you not like that sticker on your window too or you just keep on seeing it and you're like eh, it's fine i can push it a little farther or whatever this but is I exactly it, it. Yeah, yeah i think i think the sticker fell off and then i did it was out of sight out of mind oh no, totally because i am generally uh, those two things Oil change and dentist cleaning. Yeah. Every six months, I'm really, really very good at those. Yeah. I have no idea what happened in the last couple of years that that slipped my mind. I feel like the last couple of years went back, went by so quickly as well. I was looking through some photos today and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm scrolling so far back to get this one photo. I was like, that was two years ago. Wow. Oh my gosh, it was two summers ago. What the hell has happened? Where is time? This is wild. I know. Well, time does that, but also I think 2020 genuinely did like put us in a weird time vortex so um anywho now i'm on the hunt you know that's that's sad i miss my truck but i am also now on the hunt for a new vehicle yeah and that's exciting i am i am actually although it's like an extra expense and everything um i have some savings to put towards it so it's not super stressful but i am i am excited about getting into a new vehicle Mm -hmm. but i am torn apart Making a decision about which one. Did you vote on my Instagram story? Uh, I no, reached did you out. Want me to, do you want me to yes, vote? Yes. I wanted I people to vote. I already talked to you in person. I know, so but I'll I just vote. needed to I'll vote. Make it. I, had to, I had to make an Instagram okay. story poll. What friggin' car should okay. I buy? Because I'm so torn about this. And really, the decision comes down to a car that I think I like better versus a car that's a hybrid version. <sighs> And I know how much you want a hybrid. I really, it, well, it's or like, yes, electric. I, I do want a hybrid or an electric vehicle, but more than anything, it's like, how in the hell do I buy a new vehicle that's not hybrid or electric in mm-hmm. the year 2021? 
Yeah. How do you how do you possibly make that decision still? Okay. I don't understand. So your decision is between the Toyota Rav4 Hybrid, right? Yep. And the Mazda CX five. Yes. And did you see the results? Oh, the hybrid's way out. The hybrid is winning. Oh, see, I since talking to you, I thought you should go with the Mazda CX five. Oh, why? Because you just seem to light up. You seem to light up when you were talking about it because you love the interior and you love the way it looked and the way you, way it made you feel when you were driving it. And I personally think that's really important. And you can trade it in for a hybrid later once the Mazda comes out with a hybrid. But is that something you're going to want to do? Well, that's the hope is that they do that. But you never know if they are going to even go that way. They could mm-hmm. decide to still not. That would be in- incredible if they did. But uh, and then and then am I going to lose a ton of money? You know, like right. trading, like buying a vehicle now and then trying to like trade up into a different one in a couple of years. I feel like I'd lose a bunch of money on that. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think that the safer bet mm. is to go with a hybrid right now. Yeah. And you'll 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 uh, you'll learn to love it. I will there's a lot of things I will absolutely love about it. I love that it's like got this rugged feel to it. It does look good, yeah. Right? To go from a truck into an own SUV, the Mazda is definitely more like sleek vibes. The Rav is more like rugged vibes, which I re- appreciate and you know, can do some outdoorsy stuff in. And I just think that like when you when you just chop your gas bill right in half, that will save you in the long run. Absolutely, I, I, whatever the difference is, I'll make it up in no time at all. And then you know, it's like I'll feel good about going on road trips and knowing that the gas bill won't be completely, um, you know, astronomical. Yeah, and yeah, I gotta <sighs> say, it does look really good. I like the white color. Thank you. Yeah, it, I think it it matches your vibe. The you other one that, yeah. in comparison you do feel better about the interior of it oh yeah but the exterior is not as great as the rav4 and i've only heard incredible things about the rav4 yeah oh yeah there's like certain car companies that just like seem to inspire cult-like devotion oh yeah that's rav4s for sure people like go nuts when there's a used one on used victoria you can Mm -hmm. sell it for so much (laughs) yeah because people are just like oh yeah road trip car (laughs) if i could only just remember to change the oil yeah just change it every day. Just be like, I see fresh oil every day, okay? Awesome. It's a morning, your morning ritual. Well, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see which one you decide to go with. Thank you. And that is a big decision. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's, you know? it's stressing me out a little bit, but yes, thank you. I'm excited to be in a new vehicle. All right. Well, enjoy this week's podcast. Bye. At this point in the pandemic, when we're all wearing masks, some experts are trying to come out now and tell us how we can express emotions through our masks. Listen here, we're way ahead of ya. Yeah, look it. I always keep some lipstick on me so I can write whatever emotion I'm feeling on my forehead. Here, look. Sleepy. You know when I'm nervous? Because I fart when I'm nervous. Oh, Jen, if it's okay with you, I'd like to take my pants off and show you my tail that I had attached. Somebody's happy to see me. Yes. Oh, and here comes my accountant. I love this guy. Plastino, you haven't paid taxes in three years. No. Oh, it went right between your legs. I know last week there was uh, this just heartbreaking, disgusting video that was circulating of a uh, two teens, like girls at a uh, mission school, mm-hmm. and they were beating up another student. And as we got more information about this, um, we found out, you know, these two students, they were handled with the police. 
But the person who was getting beaten up was transgender. Oh, And no. it was just like a total act of hate. Oh, my god! And, yeah, so the community obviously was outraged. The school was outraged. And something really beautiful happened this yeah. past weekend. How does that still happen even though? Oh my, like, in this day and age, like, and especially with phone cameras everywhere, how you can't get away with that kind of behavior. It's, it's reprehensible. It's so gross. Yeah. So hundreds of people rallied together, of course, in a safe difference, a, a distance as they were all in their cars and they did this huge car parade for this student um, including like rainbow flags and um, handmade signs and they were all honking and just showing their support for this student that just went through this most like probably the most traumatic thing in their life yes and yeah it was just so beautiful to see how the community came together and said you know what we do not stand for this this does not happen in this community. And I love that there were so many because I've seen a few birthday car parades oh, go yeah. by, right? And a few balloons and everything. It's always like, yay, great. But I love, you said there was like hundreds, hundreds of cars, yeah. a whole community coming together like that. That feels really nice. Yeah. So a nice, sweet story to start off your, uh, your Monday. So you weren't here on Friday. And uh, this is why I miss you so much is because you you always correct me when I get things wrong. But I <laughs> I was celebrating Betty White's birthday like it was on Friday. I was oh. like, today's Betty White's 99 birthday. And it actually wasn't until Sunday. Right. It was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, oh, happy birthday, Betty White. 99 years old. We have got to get her to 100. We have yeah. got to protect this perfect woman yep. for at least another year. Okay. Through the end of this pandemic, hopefully. I mean, if she's happy going to 200, then I'm happy going to 200. Oh, my God. If she could go to 200, I would be stoked. Yeah, as long as, like, her joints are Yeah, like, she's well happy and she's and, feeling yeah. healthy, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's feeling spry, then absolutely 200. Let's go for it. Yes. And uh, did you hear how she planned on celebrating her 99th birthday? How was that? She was going to feed some ducks. Cute. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, when's the last time you went down to Beacon Hill Park and fed ducks? It's been a while. Are it's, you allowed to? Uh, oh. I don't know. I've seen people do it. I know you're not supposed to feed them bread. Like, we always did bread when I was a kid, and it was like, that's not good for the ducks. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you're allowed to do that, and what's the best thing to feed the ducks if you are allowed to do that. How do we get on this? Ducks? Oh, Oh. Betty White's birthday. Yeah, Betty White turned 99 yesterday, and all she wanted to do for her birthday was feed some ducks. And I would like to go down to Beacon Hill Park. I've never actually done this and and feed some ducks, but... You can't be feeding them bread. I don't think that's good for the ducks. Yeah. But everyone does it. But So we put it out. What do you feed ducks? Obviously, the big response is duck feed. Go and you can get like bird and duck feed. And, mm-hmm. and they even sell little bags of it down in the park and blah, blah, blah. But there's one we really liked. There was one that was really good. I did not realize that ducks loved slugs. Mm-hmm. Is this true? I haven't confirmed it. You know, I haven't done any research behind this, but a zoner is saying that ducks love slugs. Marcel says, ducks love slugs the way a cowboy loves steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I could see I, that. Okay, I looked it up. Apparently, I, I'm not getting any, like, uh, you know, ducks writing blogs about how much they <laughs> love slugs. This type of slug is my favorite. <laughs> but, as a matter of fact, uh, ducks are often used for slug control in gardens. What? Yeah, if you get slugs in there eating your your tomatoes or your lettuce or what have you, yeah, get a duck in there, and they're good for slug control. So as Marcel says, yeah, do you really want to be the person who shows up to the park with a bag of slugs? <laughs> yeah. Hey, come sit next to me on this bench. Is that a bag of slugs, sir? Dude, sir, your lunch is leaking. <laughs>
little slime coming out of the bottom of that. Oh, oh it's slugs. Fish? It's no. slugs for the ducks. Duh. Um, Mike also texted in that their wife said ducks love quackers. So. Thank you for great stuff. Love that. <laughs> I think a lot of us go through life just hoping to never have to see the inside of a jail cell. Oh, yeah. I haven't yet. So fingers crossed. <laughs> Me neither. Not even mm-hmm. a drunk tank or anything. But uh, this is a very adorable story of a woman who had to spend several days in police custody in Langford last week. Yeah. And uh, she decided that she was going to send them a handmade thank you card to her jailers and uh, give them a nice little review as well. A four and a half star review uh, for her stay at the jail. Let me, because um, it's so nice. It's really uh, sweet. They, I, I'm just very curious, like, why was she arrested? Why was... Me too. Such clearly a sweet woman writing these nice cards. Why was she arrested? But they weren't—they weren't able to actually identify her through that, mm-hmm. uh, or why, why she was in custody. But uh, here's the card. It says, "I was nervous about staying with you guys during my trip to the island, but I wanted to let you know that I appreciated how helpful and kind everyone was." That's so sweet. Thank you for your care and kindness while I was in your custody. Four and a half stars. <laughs> To the Worcester RCMP. Yeah, and then it goes on, you know, to mention that it's a really hard job that the jailers do, and uh, they deserve a little bit of appreciation here and there, which it is a very (laughs) difficult job. Um, I know a few people who work at the correctional facilities, and it could be be challenging. So a nice little, you know, handmade card, I'm sure, was really appreciated. Now, I just went on to Google and typed in, like, the correctional center. There are reviews on on that page. They do get Google reviews. Wow. And some of them are are pretty funny (laughs) one person did a one star and said it's prison (laughs) okay Uh, someone else gave it a one star and says it's a decent jail compared to all the other places Wow, okay. They've been to a few. Uh, someone else says, I don't know, man. Seems pretty sketch. Uh, this one says, my cellmate was extremely rude. However, great service. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. And then someone, this is a very sweet story. I met my grandpa there, which I haven't seen in over 10 years. So that was nice. That is nice. Bringing wow. people together. That's great. <laughs> Did you see this story last week? It was so brutal. I'm glad we didn't talk about it because it was like, how do you even talk about this? Mm -hmm. Somebody down in Florida um, etched the word Trump into the back of a manatee. And it went across its entire back. Yeah. And they discovered it underwater while diving. And, okay, by the way, harassing a manatee is like a state and federal crime down in the States. Mm-hmm. Not allowed to be doing that. One expert was saying that, like, to you know, to, to be able to write that on the manatee's back, you probably would have had to made it, make it stay still for a, a long amount mm-hmm. of time. The animal would have been struggling. It doesn't want Ugh. that. Ugh. It would have been very stressful to the animal. It's brutal, it's right? It's so bad. Yeah, disgusting. Um, Today, now, there's a better something going on about this. You know Dave Bautista? Yeah. Played Drax on Guardians of the Galaxy, former WWE star. He has now placed a $20,000 bounty on the individuals who defaced the manatee. Wow. So the center had already announced a $5,000 reward for information leading to the conviction, but saw that, was like, that's not enough. Let's make it twenty. (laughs) 20 extra. 20 extra thousand dollars. Yeah, As wow. a guy from Great. Florida himself. Yeah. So money or not, I hope it, hopefully catch the people who did this. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not okay. I don't care what you wrote. No. On uh, the bag of a manatee. Don't do that. Don't no. harass precious, sweet mermaids. Especially manatees. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. They're, One of my favorite creatures of all time. They're like sea mermaid puppy dogs.
Oh. Big gigantic ones. There's this one restaurant in Montreal that's going viral lately. It's a little Chinese restaurant. It's called Aunt Dai or Aunt Dai. And why it's going viral is because the owner has these little commentary sections on each of the dishes and tells you how he really feels about the dishes. It's how he really feels how about he them. Really oh, feels wow, about wow, wow. each of the dishes. Like you know, when you go to a restaurant, you ask the server, "Oh, do you think I should get this or this? Which one's better?" And you always appreciate when they're like, "Honestly, this one oh. is not, okay, go with this one." Yeah, don't even waste your time with this. One, yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah. kind of do it under the table. Um, well, he's just decided to put that directly on the menu. So <laughs> things like you know, like a ginger beef. He's like, "Honestly, I haven't had this one yet." According to customers, it's pretty popular. I guess I should spend more time eating in my own restaurant. <laughs> That's good. Uh, this one, uh, compared to our Tao chicken, this one's not that good. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, so it's your call. <laughs> oh. And like other ones was like, eh, it's okay, but it doesn't compare to the one I used to have in China and like all these different like, yeah, little pieces of information about it, which I love so much and I want more restaurants to adopt this. It's, uh, you know, it's it sounds great. I love that it's <laughs> really honest. You know, I love when you can be honest with me like that as a business owner. Yeah. It also just feels like a lot of reading to me, okay? <laughs> Personally, when I go and pick up a menu, I just want to see some pretty brightly colored, highly laminated pictures. I'll make up my mind from there. A poor elk had to be rescued by a conservation officer after getting caught in a backyard zip line near Lake Cowichan. As longtime zip line enthusiasts, we thought now would be a perfect opportunity to just go over some backyard, ultra fun recreation and wildlife protocol. Up first, speaking of zip lines, make sure that your backyard zip line is at least two elks tall. Make sure to store your garbage cans well away from the exit and entry points of your roller coaster. This will help prevent raccoons on your roller coaster. Trust me, you don't want a weasel in a water slide situation. The last thing you want is an otter in your outhouse. You don't want bats in your bungee jump. I tell you, you don't want teddy bears on your trampolines. You gotta be careful of those snakes in your slingshot. Just remember, wildlife and recreation don't Don't mix. mix. Interesting story. Coming out last night, 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, Victoria Beast uh, patrol officers working with the Victoria Harbor Ferry staff had to apprehend someone who had jumped onto one of the harbor ferries and stole it and was taking it out for a little rip in the harbor there. Oh, Yeah, wow. they uh, went on a marine pursuit and oh. were able to uh, apprehend the individual. Person was arrested. Charges of $5,000. Oh, boy. How far did they get, I wonder? And why that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I mean, that ferry's pretty fun. But I'm just wondering what the the plan was here, you know? Where was he trying, or he, yeah, where was he trying to go? What was he planning on doing? But it kind of brings up this question. Mm -hmm. Let's say you were given the consent. Okay. You have one hour to choose any boat in Victoria's Inner Harbor. Yeah. What boat would you choose to take for a joyride? Well, you and I got to go out on that big old-timey wooden sailing ship oh. a couple of summers ago. That seems like a dream now. I think that if I could have any boat to myself for an hour, 
Probably that one. I think I could get up to some trouble on that deck for sure. Yeah. I mean, those whale watching boats look pretty fun. Oh. Take it for a little Zodiac rip. Total rip in that uh, one. There's been some pretty big yachts in the Inner Harbor, but honestly, I want nothing to do with those. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I just don't know uh, with the, uh, how I would handle it. It would be, yeah, you crash into the dock. Yeah, it's, it's a lot too, of boat It's to a handle. lot of money. You know, yeah, I'd probably yeah, yeah. ruin it. i get sued. Something would happen there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in those hot tub boats. Have you seen those in the Inner Harbor? Yes. Do they still run? too. It's just a hot tub as a boat. And it just like dips right into the ocean there. You got a little cup holder for mm-hmm. your champagne and you could just have a few friends in there. I think I would take the hot boat, hot tub boat for a rip. Okay. Cute little hot tub boat. Put you down for that. I think mm-hmm. you can rent that one for like, what was it? 65 bucks a 65 person? 65 bucks said. a person. So that doesn't seem too unreasonable. All right. Well, I'm going to go big then. I think I'm going to split it between the mega yacht. Okay. But but this is what I mean. The mega yacht with a helicopter on it. So I'll spend <laughs> oh, 30 wow. minutes exactly on the yacht, you know, doing yacht stuff. And then, be, okay. And then go for a little rip around in the helicopter as well. Take that whirly bird out for a rip as well. It's like a two for one. It really is. Police jumped off in pursuit of that ferry. And with help from the Coast Guard, they were able to resolve the situation and get the ferry back to the harbor to make the arrest. Well, yeah, because what's the top speed on one of those things? You gotta, you gotta imagine whatever Zodiac the police are working with, you know. Even if you got a couple of strong people in a canoe, mm, yeah, catch up, no problem. Yeah, I tweeted it out, and I'm getting a lot of gifts back of you know stupid boat scenes and stuff. People, <laughs> I saw, didn't the like the police department themselves got back to you with a Captain Jack Sparrow gif. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what art lives for. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow, 100%. Oh, the police tweeting at you. Yeah, that's it. Oh. oh, yeah, that too. It's true. Sad that way. Okay, I don't want to get too bogged down in the details of this story here, but okay. some very important scientific information has come out recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fossil, a really beautifully well-preserved fossil of a dinosaur that was about the size of a dog uh, reveal now how dinosaurs peed, pooped, and had sex. Oh, they didn't realize that before? They had some ideas, but nothing was ever certain, but mm. now it seems like very similar to modern birds. <gasps> uh, dinosaurs have just one hole to do it all. It's called a cloa, cloaca, cloa, cloqua, something <laughs> like that. Right. Right. Okay. If you're familiar with birds, you're familiar with this, and it looks like that's exactly how dinosaurs did it. In fact, uh, these fossilized remains almost caught the dinosaurs in the act of procreating oh. using their cloquas. Whoa, yeah. saucy. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. I think that's a little terrifying for some reason because I just expect them to have like dog poops. Um, dog poops. Yeah, I don't right. know. I, I'm not a big fan of birds. Right. Um, they're very smart and they scare me. Right. right? They're very uh, wild creatures and uh, they're intimidating to me because I don't know what they're capable of. But my sister grew up having birds and there what was kind this- of birds? Some type of lorry and some parrot and a parakeet and budgies. Like, we've had lots of birds growing up. Yeah. And there was this one bird that uh, its poop was very scary. Yeah, Because uh, it it was forceful and it would... um, point his tail at you. It's cloqua. And, and it's cloqua. Yeah, yeah. And squirt it at you. Oh my god. Yeah. And it was a mess. Like I was terrified of birds before, but have you ever been like pooped on aggressively by a bird? Not by no, accident, but no. like Yeah. Yeah, this bird was wild. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Now imagine a dinosaur's sized being doing that at you. Imagine that. No. Okay, Steven Spielberg or Colin Trevorrow, whoever's making Jurassic World 4 over here, get it going. That's what we want to see in that movie. A scene of a dinosaur <laughs> chasing the Jeep and then using its forceful cloqua <laughs> to attack people with its, you know, pee-poo mix. So remember back in 2017, uh, the uh, BC ferries, the, the transport rules changed and you weren't allowed to sit in your car anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, for years and years, was the way to go. You get on the ferry, you get your iPad, your phone, your movie downloaded, whatever, you get your snacks. You don't have to go up on deck and deal with other people, <laughs> yeah. right? You could just sit in the cover of your own car, have a nap, do whatever you wanted. Yeah. It's more comfortable in your car than it is up on the deck generally. Yeah. Weren't allowed to do that anymore. Okay, someone's coming to bad for us now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the the union of uh, workers there at the BC Ferry wrote this letter uh, to Transport Canada. And so they're talking more about COVID specifically. Mm-hmm. They're like, look it, we got these new super contagious variants. We know it's only a matter of time before they show up on BC. We really got to, you know, do a better risk assessment here. What's riskier? Mm-hmm. Someone staying on the car on a lower deck or going up? Mingling with other people, even if you're wearing a mask and possibly catching virus. Yeah. I mean, I've been feeling for BC Ferries for a lot of this because it isn't their move. It is Transport Canada and they're regulated by them. Mm -hmm. So anytime, you know, you want to complain that you can't get out of your car, they go straight. People just go straight to BC Ferries because it is the direct, (laughs) you know, you just think it is them, but it's not. And they probably would much prefer people just like sitting in their cars. I mean, they might miss out on a little bit of money from the gift shop and all that. But other than that, yeah, um, they're usually on our side too. So, I mean, it would be sweet if that were were possible. Well, like I said, I don't want to be rubbing shoulders with people yeah. the, in 2017. I certainly <laughs> don't want to be doing it now in 2021 mm-hmm. in virus time. So uh, thanks for writing the letter. And uh, fingers crossed we'll see something come out of that. Okay, so yesterday we touched on it briefly. Oh, yeah, this thing, this Blue Monday, the saddest day of the year. It's mm-hmm. not actually like a really real thing. However, good enough excuse to talk about how with, look at the winter, uh, darker days, quicker nights, uh, and of course, the pandemic anxiety. Oh, just a little bit of pandemic anxiety. That's the real thing. People are feeling it these days. Yeah, feeling people are feeling a little sad, um, more sad than usual, uh, for sure right now. And there was this uh, lovely article in Czech News talking about, you know, ways that you can feel better. And the one thing that they mentioned, of course, is just exercising, getting mm-hmm. outside, doing things that make you feel good, and making that part of your routine. It's hard to make that part of your routine. Yep. You need discipline. But once you start doing it, it just becomes easier because you feel so good doing it. Totally. You know yeah. a great thing happened for me is my truck broke down, so I have to walk to work. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I know. I've been without a car for a while now, and walking here and there is yeah. just like forcing myself to walk because I have no other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, has been really nice listening yeah. to podcasts, going for a walk, and totally. your steps in. You know, absolutely. So, okay, those are some pretty baseline things yeah. to really that really do help you out. Um, the exercise, a little bit of it doesn't have to be crazy exercise. No. Yeah, go for a walk, twenty to forty minutes, whatever. You can just stand up and start doing jumping jacks or something like that too. Sure. That works. 
Uh, regular, healthy meals yeah. makes a big difference. As much as I enjoyed in December, probably 60% of my full day's calories came from shortbread. Since oh, the yeah. New Year's rolled around and I'm eating healthy, regular meals again, I do. I feel a lot better. That's good. For sure. I'm um, still finishing off my candy from the holidays. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm working on it, okay? I have Halloween to get through candy. that and then I'll start <laughs> eating healthy. Um, good sleep as well. That's very, very important. Okay. Now, here's the thing that comes in tandem with this. Okay. Um, also, I'm reading in the newspaper, interest in cold water swims has grown as a pandemic stress reliever. Yeah. How lucky are we to live near the ocean? And you could go 20 minutes any direction, take off your clothes and go for a dip and yeah. you feel better. Yeah. And I, do you know any friends who are doing that Wim Hof thing, the, like the breathing and the cold water therapy and all that? Um, No. Okay. It's like a very specific way to do it, but you don't have to do it like that. Yeah. Just get into your ginch and get mm. in the cold, cold water. And, oh, they talk about the like benefits to your immune system and all this and, and just that shock and freeze to the system and really just perks you up and makes you... Th- all your stress just you're too cold to be stressed right i mean that kind of sounds stressful in itself but i mean just doing something different in in the day is also kind of nice and fun absolutely joy and you know what here in victoria too the other thing we can celebrate is there is less poop now in the water yay (laughs) (laughs) plant go for a swim less poop Hugest story today, obviously, is will Donald Trump pardon Joe Exotic before he leaves office? It's Donald Trump's last full day of being president. He's, like all the presidents do, using this last day to get everyone out of jail that he's friends with. So uh, will he let Joe Exotic, the Tiger King himself, out of jail today? Joe Exotic has been very adamant. He wants this, obviously. All his friends, all his people have been lobbying for the president to let him out. Mm. There's a lot of similarities between the two men, obviously. Yeah. Will it happen today? That's what we don't know yet. And you're calling it the pardon watch, right? We're just kind of (sighs) sitting here waiting to see what happens. I'm like picturing like one of those live streams like at a zoo when they're waiting for a baby. Right. And it's just Joe Exotic sitting in a chair like crossing his fingers like, please, 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 please. In prison. In prison. Yeah. 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 So that is what's going on in our brains. Mm-hmm. That's We will keep an eye on it. We will <laughs> let you know as soon as we know anything about this. We have an update, Jen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The visual of the scene right now outside of Joe Exotic's lawyer's office. Well, there is a huge, um, I want to see. say it's like a SUV stretch limo, but cool. it, it has a truck like bed at the back oh, with some bars cool. on it. Oh my God. Straight black. It's like, it's a super stretch limo, but yeah, SUV with the truck back. Um, I guess it's just waiting just in case Joe Exotic gets pardoned. So we'll wow. see. We'll see if he actually steps into that limo at some point. What color is the obnoxious stretch pickup truck limo? It's black. <laughs> black. Yeah. Is I was expecting like, like maybe some tiger stripes on I it, know. but yeah, they just went subtle. It's just a subtle vehicle. Okay. We'll stay with this story mm-hmm. and bring you more as it develops. There's two stories that we're monitoring closely today. First, as we touched on yesterday, BC Ferries Union asked Transport Canada to lessen the restrictions on people staying in their cars on the vehicle decks, and Transport Canada will not budge on that. The other story that we are keeping an eye on is Rio Theatre over in Vancouver. They said, screw the arts, we're going to be a sports bar. And now they're able to reopen as a sports bar. So, obviously, with these two stories, the answer is very clear. We need to turn the vehicle deck of the ferry into a sports bar. 
Set up some tables. Give me some screens. I want some peanuts with the shells on the ground. And more beer. Yo. Art, who did you say is, whose year is it in the NFL? Aaron Rodgers. No, what team? Green Bay Packers. Packers, yeah, okay. Thanks, buddy. Why? It's the year of the Packers. Go Packers! Aaron Rodgers. At sea! This morning, I mean, I spent the morning watching bits and pieces of the big inauguration Same. over in the States. I'm sure a lot of people have been. It was great in the background while I'm washing the dishes television. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I actually woke up and was like, what time is that on? And then I had missed it. Mm, and uh, uh, so I've just been watching like little pieces and highlights of it uh, throughout today. And uh, yeah, it was pretty decent. I mean, for what they were working with. Yeah. Being pandemic, pandemic vibes. And, yeah. There was many... Uh, Moments where I was like, oh, this is a weird one. This is a very weird one. Everyone's wearing masks. This one's going down in history for sure. Totally. Yeah, it was very like, oh, yeah, we're watching history. More for the fact that it's a big pomp and circumstance in the middle of pandemic. Yeah. Regardless of whatever else was going on. My favorite, I have a few favorite moments. Yes. Um, Number one, I watched uh, Garth Brooks become a super spreader event himself <laughs> because he, he waddle, comes out there, okay, sings a little song, can't even remember what he was singing now and then afterwards just puts his big hat on and then he walks around to all the ex-presidents forgets his mask and is just hugging everybody gives them a spit in the mouth yeah, even like the TV anchors are like oh boy, a lot of hugging going on here I'm <laughs> I was like, wildly oh. uncomfortable yeah, it was. didn't he do Amazing Grace? That sounds right something like that um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best moment. Um, I liked watching Bernie. Bernie was so great. And you posting all the memes about Bernie; those are going to be coming out in the next few days, I'm sure. The meme of Bernie sitting like with his legs crossed and his mittens together, like I, like he's bored. <laughs> Like, he has other stuff to do today. Like, this is not his whole day. Um, the fact that he's wearing the same jacket to inauguration that he is in his meme where he's asking people for money oh, for donations, yes. right? That is like, yeah, of course, you only need one good jacket. If you have, if you invest in one good jacket, you don't need multiple good jackets. <laughs> what is he, fancy boy wasting money? And then his beautiful mittens that he was wearing. Yeah. Oh, God, I live for the memes. You know, at least he showed up. That was pretty nice. Of course. Um, one of the main highlights for me though um when i actually felt inspired watching this was watching that 22 year old poet um her name is amanda gorman mm-hmm. and this is like one of the youngest people to have like a speech or a presentation uh, during inauguration and it was just nice to have something that was actually inspiring yes it was like genuinely reflective of what americans have been feeling without you know pointing fingers and like focusing on political agendas so i thought it was pretty refreshing she wrote this like while the craziness was going on in the last couple of weeks. Like yeah. her, her speech, her poem wasn't done as she was watching the riots just two and a half weeks ago. Then that night, she just stayed up late and finished the entire thing because she yeah. was inspired from it. So here's a little piece of it to end. Step out of the shade of flame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. Okay, you know, a lot of people have been talking about Cameo. This is the fun thing when you pay money and then a celebrity will take a little video on their phone and send it to you. Right. Happy birthday. Happy 12th birthday, Jimmy John. It's from me, the Mandalorian or whoever. Yeah. I mean, that's a great way to make money if you have any fame. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, you know what's coming up at Groundhog Day? 
for $80, you can have the actual American version of the groundhog. Here, of course, we have, uh, what's the groundhog in Canada's name? Marty the Marmot. No, that's the Marmot. <laughs> that's the only rodent I'll trust. I'm just surprised that you knew the American groundhog's name, too. Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know Punxsutawney? No. So that actual groundhog will send you a special message for $80 on Cameo. Now, before you start thinking, oh, this is a scam. They can just, you know, set up a bunch of ring lights and cell phones and film a bunch of rodents. Mm. Couldn't, you know, it's not, how do we know it's the official Punxsutawney? The man with the top hat who holds him on Groundhog Day is also in the video. I was wondering who's actually getting the money for this. Right. Who owns the hog? <laughs> That's what you were saying before? Who yeah. owns this dog? I said, who owns this dog? What I meant to say is, who owns this Groundhog? Because they're getting all the benefits. Right. I mean, maybe Puxatawney or whatever his name is. What is it? Puxat- Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney, obviously. Um, you know, gets a new outfit here and there, but that's about it. And maybe some good feed. I would hope that, like, some of the money goes to, you know, endangered groundhogs yes, or whatever. I mean, I know marmots are, are endangered, but Wyerton Willie is the Canadian one. Right. And Marty the Marmot is the Victoria <laughs> one in my heart. Now, watching the inauguration, it was just interesting, you know, something that I noticed, mm-hmm. um, you know, seeing uh, Joe Biden and his partner and Kamala and her partner, mm-hmm. you know, husband, wife. And it got me thinking about, has there ever been a president or a vice president that didn't have a partner that, like, wasn't married, Mm. that was just, like, single and, like, living it? Yeah, right. You know? And what would that look like? Like, would they bring the person that they're dating at the time with them? Would that person who's, like, in a casual, maybe few-month relationship then be the first lady or the first fella? Isn't there one of the... Dozen plots in Love Actually, isn't that what it's about? The like British Prime Minister oh, who's yeah. like single, and then it's romance and romantic comedy it goes on with a, a person he works with or something. Big scandal. Everyone's like wondering who he's dating. Yeah, yeah. Because I was wondering about that and like the history behind it, and it okay. turns out that there's only been one president who wasn't married, and this was in the 1800s. The rest Whoa. of them had been married before. Um, it was James uh, Buchanan. Yep. In 18. 18- 57 to 1861 he served. Wow. And was just not married. What was his deal? Was it um, just like... Not a, good, not a good deal. Not a good deal? Yeah, I'm reading a little bit more about him. <laughs> it was like he didn't really understand how bad everything was and was kind of just in his own little mind. I don't know much about him, but... Wow. Yeah, they have a little piece on him in the White House, like the official website. Right. And the first thing um, written about him was that he was the only president who, president who never married. Wow. Yeah, that's what he was known for. Like all the rest of his life, too. It's not like he then was like, well, now I'm not the president anymore. Time to Mm -hmm. hit the clubs and meet a special lady and settle down. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I would... Yeah, I don't know. Because you'd think, like, what a great way to meet people. I'm yeah. the most famous person on planet Earth. Right. You can go anywhere, you know, kind of kind of like George Clooney, right? I mean, mm. think about it. George Clooney is the biggest movie star in the world. He can marry anybody, and he married that absolutely stunning lawyer who's, like, super ultra smart and does all the humanitarian work, right? Yeah. But I get, yeah, all these guys just marry someone in college that they they meet. Yeah, and then they just stick with it. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to see a single president. <laughs> That's what I'm rooting for next time. Just want to see what it would look like. Because you know what? Then it would be really sweet because you know they would bring their mom to stuff. Yeah!
That's what single movie stars do. That's what the single president would do. In the forecast, oh, we got a little white stuff coming. Is that right? A little tickle from the sky. Is that a what they call tickle. snow? A cold tickle. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm calling it from now on. Yeah. How is your car in the snow? Do you know that? Well, Paul. <laughs> Sorry, we're just for, like chirping each other hard about our cars right now. First of all, <laughs> I have a convertible that leaks. Yes, and, and my truck completely works. Uh, yeah, you've had to rebuild this thing, and uh, right in time for convertible right season, time. right in time yeah, for the snow let to come the snow in. Fall. Yeah, and let uh, it tickle my face. You're gonna get a real tickle from the sky. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, my truck just broke down, just yeah. like in the middle of Douglas Street the other day. Just <laughs> did that noise and died. So. It's sharp season over I mean, here. I want to give us some cars. No, I'm my car's fine. It's working. It's great. It's just been a project. That's all. Great. Be okay. careful in the snow, okay? Thank you. Okay, Paul. So you were just uh, hating on my car because sometimes it doesn't work. Jenny, okay. Okay, Jenny. I don't know if I was hating. I was You're asking. Like, oh, how's your car going to do, do in the snow? snow? How's it going to do, Jenny? Well, my mechanic just texted in. Adam at Jade Auto. Oh, Hello, Adam. Yes. And also Dave. Uh, they said, hey, Jenny, your car is amazing. It was a lot of fun to work on. I'm spreading joy with my car. How about you and yours? Well, like I told you, my truck is out of commission right now. Adam, what are your rates? <laughs> Let me talk to you. I might have to rebuild my entire engine. Okay. How does Jenny's car do in the snow, dude? Is it going to be a lot of fun slip sliding around? A lot of us have been finding creative ways to ease the tension and the stress of pandemic. And at this point, I'd like to welcome back into the show, Art, Art Aronson. Aronson. Art, welcome, welcome back, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. Art uh, carries with him a gift <laughs> for Jenny's boyfriend. Do you want to tell us what that is? Is this weird? Okay, so uh, at yes. one point, we were having a uh, one of those uh, virtual get-togethers, which people are doing right now, making popular during this pandemic. And uh, one of us said something about a robe, and Mm. I was like, I'd love to have a robe, but it's not something I want to buy myself. Yeah, it's one of those gifts that you're like, why would I ever go to a store and spend, you know, however much on a robe? It's just something that's like a luxury item that is a great gift, and you expect it like during Christmas or whatever, but you would never go out to a store and buy one for yourself. Exactly. So, you know, I was talking about how much I'd love to have a robe, but I don't want to buy one for myself. So you and Jenny's partner yes bought the same robe for each other <laughs> that's correct and this has kicked <laughs> off a robe exchange of some kind jen would you like to explain what you got planned well i just love this so much and how nice and how oh my my partner was so excited to get his robe even though he knew exactly who it was from what it was gonna be that they ordered it for each other but it was still nice because art put a little note on it yeah. but i've decided i'm gonna do that with kirsten james in the midday zone we're buying <laughs> each other the same robe that's because amazing. again you would buy that for yourself yeah and how nice is it to get a gift how about you paul who are you gonna get a robe for <laughs> oh, no. this whole time you've been chirping us because we've been talking about these robes yeah and now you don't have anyone to buy you a robe yeah i learned this about myself a long time ago i'm not a robe guy in fact i want to be like as close to naked as possible around my house all the time i'm never cold right never cold i used to when my dog was a puppy i would put on a robe to take him outside i was just like throw something on my nudity and then i'd take him for you know to puppy train him <laughs> take him out to the boulevard people would honk and then they call dylan and jason <laughs> i saw paul Pacino in a robe on the street yeah, stupid idiot walking a dog yeah. 
but otherwise, I don't wear a robe around the house. A robe is wasted on me. I'm sure that your roommates would really appreciate you in a robe, though. Yeah. So. Well, they get the ginch, and that's what they get. It brings up the question, you know, what would a gift be that you don't really want to buy yourself, mm. but you would like to have it, and maybe you could do your own gift exchange with a friend to make you feel good? What's something else? Yeah. I, it's For me, it's like I don't like to go for brunches alone, oh, right? yeah. So it's like I don't want to buy myself a robe. Same kind of feeling. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying you wanted to wear the robe to brunch, which is also a sweet power move. That is a power move for no, sure. I do that. <laughs> uh, we wanted to do a really topical good show for you today, but the whole internet is clogged with Bernie memes. There's like nothing else going on. What? Look at all these. Oh my God, there's so many. I can't even see any of the news. Oh, wait, I think I see a headline. Okay. Okay, uh, a new rental has been proposed in Mittens. Oh, oh. man. Okay. Okay, let me try. Uh, Health Minister Adrian Dick says Gore-Tex jacket from Vermont. Municipal watchdog files sitting cross-legged looking sad. Uh, Okay, okay, we we gotta do something. Okay, okay. Uh, BC Liberals announce organizing committee to choose new... Bernie's an Avenger now. He's sitting with the Avengers. Oh, no. I don't know what to do. I think we need a new meme to clear the clog. Yes, please someone's famous cat fall down and clear this out. I mean, we've been seeing more uh, sort of uh, phone lines like this. Um, we were talking about a few weeks ago how there was like the calm yeah. phone line here in Victoria done by Catherine Calder of New Pornographers, where you call and listen to things that calm you. Well, you dialed up the children laughing one. And I was like, great, nightmares, thank you. But <laughs> yeah. I dialed later just for my own calmness and listened yeah. to like nature sounds and, oh. and orcas singing. It was wonderful. That's so lovely. So that's done with the city of Victoria. Now there's another phone phone line that may interest you if you have some stress and maybe some like pent up anger that you want to get out there's this line called just scream and that's all you do you just call this number um we can text it to you too if you if you want the number um and you just scream and then they record it and post it on their website which i think is an absolute delight but i could imagine like actually doing the action of calling it and mm-hmm. then being in public and screaming people might be concerned but sure even in your apartment your neighbor is yes. gonna think like oh what's going on are they okay somebody? yeah 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 but at least it's good for you you know mm-hmm. so i mean we can we can accept some screams as well throughout the show i think that would be fun can confirm you know after making a, a decent little career here of mostly screaming all day long yeah. it is very cathartic i go to i go home and i just pass out seven o'clock at night i just get the best night's sleep because all i've done all day is scream it really helps a lot yeah it's your own anxiety. special version of therapy screaming into a microphone it helps but if you do want to call us at 250-475-0913 we'll hit record and you can just scream and hang up if you want to talk that's fine too we would love to have a conversation yeah. with you but yeah, most the scream is what today, we're looking yeah. for okay yeah Today only, too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, not forever, okay? Just today, until 6 p.m. The uh, cathartic thing that I did was some home renos and had a bunch of glass, Mm -hmm. very carefully packed it all up and took it to the Heartland landfill. I was very gentle with it. I took all the glass out and put everything else in the dumpster, and then it was just smashing glass panels. Mm. <sighs> and the guy beside me was looking a little bit envious, and I said, do you want one? He said, please. <laughs> so I gave him one of my glass panels, and he had, like, the biggest shit-eating grin on his face when he was done. And 
that's what we need just lots of glass and a place to smash it oh, there are those facilities too where you can like go buy an hour and buy like a bunch of plates and then you just get a bunch of weapons and stuff and just smash the hell out of everything there is something very satisfying about breaking stuff i was having a thought recently about one of the best days of my entire life when i was like 18 or 19 years old i worked at a used toy store and just we just a bunch of guys we would be out back cleaning the toys and one day my boss went to like a flea market because he would always go and buy used toys there and he found like boxes and boxes of crappy vinyl records that nobody wanted for like pennies Mm -hmm. and he brought them all back and we just spent the entire afternoon throwing them against the wall and smashing them and then cleaning it up obviously so that took the whole afternoon but it was the greatest most fun day of my life one like my entire life wow i still think about it to this day smashing yeah i've got this parts car that we have parked at my house right now and when it's time to take it to the dump you better believe i'm bringing a bat (laughs) oh my gosh oh just kind of look around like you're acting all shifty yeah and then just pop one of those tail lights (laughs) just think about somebody it's like yeah stole my boyfriend my girlfriend whatever it is (laughs) and then just pop that tail light and just be like take that (laughs) yes There's lots of things that are different and changed, obviously, because of pandemic. But Mm -hmm. one thing I was thinking about recently is small talk and running into people like it just I think it happens so much less now because you're just trying to get in, get out. Yeah. You know, and and I keep thinking about this thing that will happen. Most of my small talk, I feel like I do at concerts or events. Right. Right. You just run into 100 people that, you know, all in that one event and you have the little chit chat and I'll be so rusty and not only that, but will we still have to wear a mask the first few times right. we do that? That'll be weird. And then also, are you just going to talk about the pandemic the whole time? Like, hey, oh, hey, man, nice to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. How was your pandemic? Yeah. How was the last two years of your life where we weren't allowed to go out? And doing do things. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because we're very, very human deprived right now. And everyone wants that human connection so badly. But like you said, we're so rusty. And I feel like we'll need like some lessons or like it'll take us a while to get into the <laughs> swing of things of just having one of those small talk conversations. Like when I go to the grocery store or when I like run into someone I know, yeah. I'm just so unbearably uncomfortable to be around. And I'm sure they're feeling that way too i have a feeling like the first time i see people after pandemic and then I, i'm just gonna hug yeah that's all I, and we're allowed to hug when i'm just gonna be like are, let, yeah. let me get you a hug going and then eh, i'll talk to you later so anyways i was just thinking about this and chatting with a friend and katie who's a good uh, friend of the station here actually sent me a voice memo on instagram yeah. with her own experience about this awkwardness i don't even know how to talk to people anymore it's ridiculous i was at the grocery store and i was at the deli counter and the deli counter guy was listening to some like dance shit. and i was like is this like are you just missing the nightclubs like are you just having a dance party back there by yourself um and then he like hit the banter back and started flirting and i was like oh lord oh no am i being flirted with i was like what do i do and i was wearing a mask I try to like give a cute smile and then I was like, oh wait, I'm wearing a mask. You can't see that. I tried to banter back. I was just like super awkward and eventually just like mumbled some stupid shit, walked away. <laughs> and when I got home, I looked in the mirror to see what happens to my face when I tried to do the like under the mask, like flirty smile. And it just looks like mad crazy eyes. Oh man. <laughs> 
the new President Biden is moving into the White House. I don't know. I just made that name up. He just is moving into the White House, and uh, now they're doing a bunch of renovations, right? Because they changed the curtains. They changed the decorations. There's new portraits. They also get rid of a lot of things. I am uh, not ashamed to say I went through last night and I was looking at like the history of the Oval Office and yeah. like how different presidents have changed it up. It's yeah, neat. it's wild. It's neat. Yeah. yeah what Sorry, I, th- I think was really interesting is like what previous presidents they put on the walls and which yeah. ones they, they get inspiration from I think is interesting. And busts. Like, yeah. It's like no other office do you hear has a ton of busts. Biden has like a record amount of busts everywhere. He's got busts all over the place. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Um, so the one piece that was kind of uh, confusing for a lot of people was there's this button on the desk. And it's just a wooden block with a red button on it. (laughs) And it is reported from many different news sources that when Donald Trump would press this button, a butler who worked at the White House would come out with a silver tray, bring it to him. And on the tray was a Diet Coke. So it was been known as the Diet Coke button. Every time he pressed it, someone would come with a Diet Coke on a silver tray and deliver it to him. What? So do we think that this is a specific Trump thing or is that button always there and every president has like one treat or snack <laughs> or thing that they like and they can press the button and it always comes to them? I mean, what I want one of those buttons if it's as easy as that. <laughs> Me too. Because um, I bet like a lot of the tone of a lot of this is, is like, can you believe Donald Trump drank so much Diet I mean, I eat a lot of candy. I do a lot of things. You know, I don't have the best habits as well. I can't be judging, whatever. Um, But it was reported that he does drink about 12 cans of (laughs) Diet Coke a day. So, I mean, that's a a big consumption of Diet Coke. And you would need a button for that. That's a lot of getting up and down. All right. So, obviously, now we all want a button on our desk that a butler brings us a thing (laughs) on a silver tray. Uh, What is it? What is it for you? Do you have an idea? um, I mean... I have to say, like, lately, I've been really enjoying seeing dogs in the wild. If I could just have a button that would, like, bring a puppy in just for a nice pet, a little, like, pick-me-up, that would make me feel really happy. Is, is like a, a different, puppy button. Right. Is it a different dog every time? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shut that down right now. Okay. Those are living creatures. You can't just have them oh, ready yeah. to go. But, like, say, if, like, from the SPCA wants to go for a walk and then happen to drop one off for a bit and I can look after it, that's fine. Right. And then, oh, you know what? That increases the puppies' uh, chances of getting adopted because they're like, oh, this is one of the President Jenny but- yes, puppies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this yeah. puppy was pet by President they're Jenny West. treated very nicely. Okay. You know, it mine's boring, but it's just coffee. Oh, yeah. I just want a small, hot, fresh cup of coffee at all times yes okay what do you want what do you want the button to bring you the butler and the fancy guy and his nice white gloves a lot of people want a single m&m just one m&m on the platter you know what i kind of like that i because yeah you can't overdo it really yeah. you'd be like hitting there like mashing the button and the most the butler is going to bring you it's calorie like 20 wise bl- 20 butlers coming in each carrying one single m&m yeah it's like at the end of the day you have eaten one package worth of m&ms yeah. but you've had to pay 40 butlers Hey, the uh, button's magic. Do whatever you yeah, want with the button. I can bring you whatever. That's great. Lori says that their button would bring them a mint girl guide cookie. Ooh. A single mint girl guide cookie. I kind of like very that. Nice, I yeah. like that. Okay. Matt says an Oreo cookie and a glass of Welch's grape juice. Oh, Welch's specifically and grape juice. Ooh, uh, how bougie. This one says just a chili cheese dog from Adam. So listen, I know you think that you want a chili cheese dog whenever you want it, but you will be tired of chili cheese dogs on day three tops. You don't have to press it all the time, but when you have a craving for a chili cheese dog, it comes in hard. 
and you're going to want it right away. I it think, might happen once a month. Yeah. But again, Trump was getting 12 cans of Diet Coke a day. Like, that's the kind of frequency you want it. Like, chili cheese dog, I think if you just call down to the kitchen, they'll make you a chili cheese dog. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. All right. Um, and then this one is from Earl. It says, I want my butler to be Jason and bring me a beer. Okay, beer. <laughs> I'm sure he would love to do that for you. Absolutely. Jason one. Lamb. Yeah, uh, this one from Justin says, my keys and or wallet. That would be so helpful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The amount of time I spend in the morning just looking for my stuff. So it's a magic butler who yes. always has your keys. <laughs> that's so good. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.